in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Topic Thunder. Here uh, from the top 10, I am John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost, and this is a show we do week in, week out for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. They can send in a question over there. They've got the email address, and uh, we answer them. And that's what that's, right. that's the gist of the show, baby. Yeah, there's not much more to say about that. That's that's the gist of the show. So let's get into it, Matt. Are you ready? Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so our first one comes from uh, Chris Lemke. Uh, of course it does. And hopefully it's not a downer like the last one. <laughs> yeah, Lemke, give us a break, will you? Yeah. What's up, Matt and John? Hope everyone is well. I want to preface everything with, if you haven't gotten to talk about the Warner Brothers streaming release story, please go for that here. Personally, I'm waiting to see what Disney Plus does for uh, before I give away totally to the death of theaters. I'm actually more interested in how high-level directors and actors respond. Pardon me. Let me emphasize that correctly. Yeah. How high-level directors and actors respond to Warner than theater chains and if they boycott Warners. But the actual question I pose to you is this. If you had to pick a singular film industry MVP for every decade since, say, the 60s, who would it be? It can be a writer, director, actor, or even producer, but one spot per decade, 1960 through 2020. Be well and stay safe, Lemke. Oh, Well, at least it's a little more of a... uh positive conversation as yeah. opposed to the one he sent us before um it's, all right yeah go ahead to me the problem with it is it's such a good question that i yeah. want to take the time to answer it properly okay all right as so, opposed to well, no no that's fine the gist of okay. the show is we're supposed to answer these as they come in yeah yeah so we're gonna fuck up and for more than likely forget or screw up a couple decades that's fair that's fair um, but uh, the first part of his question is, uh, you know, the streaming release and uh, the death of theaters, all of that. Uh, do you want to comment on any of that? With well, some of the news here over Warner Brothers and Disney Plus. I mean, I think we've talked about it because people have brought up other uh, Paul Kreese talking about, you know, there's so yeah. much streaming, the rewatchability, and other people have brought up the Disney Plus and and right. we can talk about it if you like. But I just know that we have, whereas okay. the other ones, uh, something new, but. Yeah, let's start um, something new then. Something we certainly talked about it. So, it's, but there's been, you know, there's been more obviously with now the HBO Max reaction to Wonder Woman eighty four dropping, all of that. How that's going to uh, maybe uh, affect how they approach releasing these things day and date. Maybe that will scare some theater, maybe. some studios away from doing that. So that's but, a possibility. We shall see. Yeah, uh, I guess technically it did well enough that they immediately announced a Wonder Woman three. That's for sure. They certainly did. Uh, but, whether it was warranted or PR-wise a smart move, uh, who can say? Only they really know. But yeah, it must have done enough for them to do a third one. Did you do a review of we did. WWA4? We did. It was uh, me and uh, it was the Geek Buddies, me and Vogel and Shannon. Uh, and uh, we didn't lay into it, but I think we criti- I think we were very critical of it. Still fair about some of the things that did work that we enjoyed, 
but overall, I think the uh, the uh, we would describe it as disappointing. Uh, that was our overall feeling about it. And I, some other people were really mad at the movie, which I don't understand. It was a bad movie. I get that it might have been a bad movie for some people, and certainly for us, it wasn't something that we enjoyed necessarily. But um, I don't understand people bringing out their knives to cut this thing to pieces, and now they want her to like stop directing Rogue Squadron, and they're mad that they're. Uh, of course they do. Of course, I, I don't understand it, Matt. It's one bad movie because. Every director's film, every film they put out is just, Mwah. so, you know, they can't stumble in the slightest. I mean, spoilers, if we happen to get into it, mm. I, I didn't much enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. No it wasn't a, you know, not well done movie. It right. looked good. And, you know, it just, I had a lot of questions, even parts where it should have been very cool. I was sucked into the, yeah, but this thing over here. What, right. Why did why is this? This is cool. This yeah. is cool. But I'm stuck thinking about four things that you brought up that I can't understand why you did, or yeah. there hasn't been any real resolution to it. Or uh, uh, as the great Matt Nose once said to me on Movie Talk, they were dangling the keys in front of yeah. you, got distracted and missed the other stuff that was happening, or you could were hoping go, for it. no matter how much they were trying to dangle the keys in front of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just by the time it got to the end, I mean, it's like okay. That's yeah. you know, but at the same time, it's like I I didn't much care for Iron Man two and three. Doesn't mean I okay. don't. Yeah, don't want to what? To, yeah, watch more Iron Man yeah. and everything else. It's like right. it's still great. It's just those movies weren't my cup of tea. Yeah, Favreau has done some uh, a couple of bad films, and so no one's for, clamoring yes. for him not to do something. Or I brought that up. I was like, David Yates, those last two Fantastic Beasts films were not good uh, overall, and so but yet they still want to bring him back to keep directing the next few ones. So it's like, to me, it's, this is just a, a thing where, you know, okay, she had a bad movie. So look back at her entire resume. Her resume exactly. Pretty fucking good. So, you know, now if this is a part of a trend, then okay, well maybe right. we'll look at wonder woman and other things differently. Right. Right. But right now it's like, dude, what, what director doesn't stumble. It's inherent yeah. in the process. You're taking chances. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, even Spielberg makes a movie that I don't oh. care for. Yeah, BFG or uh, Rin Tin War Horse. War Horse. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of liked Rin Tin Tin, but it's dull as fuck at, at certain points. Okay. Yeah, for me, it was boring. It was just boring. Was yeah. Just, you know, hmm. I just think there's a lot of promise in there, and That's they're going to do another. So hopefully they get it right. Yeah. On yeah. the second one. Uh, um. Yeah. But the but, second part of the question here, Matt, or do you want to keep going with that? Do you want? No, no, that's fine. Who who yeah. crushed decades? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's tough. The 60s, uh, yeah, I don't know. The 60s, I, that is tough, the 60s. I mean, I I, I, I don't want to say Billy Wilder because that's really more 50s stuff. Who crushed the 60s? It's a great, because the problem is, is you, you start focusing on specific individuals. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, well, you know, like if you wanted to say Will Smith for the 90s and be like, yeah, but that didn't start until what about the first half of the 90s? Right, right. And the back half of the 90s where it didn't really. Uh, yeah, but once once he had like, you know, Independence Day and the Men in Black and mm. bing, 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 bing. Like he just had four or five straight years where he was Mr. Fourth of July. Yeah. <clears throat> so by that measure, you could say, you know, Tom Cruise in the 80s. But director's projects are so spaced out, by and large. Well, I would, I, I would say maybe Kubrick, but then again, it's not really. You don't really think '60s and Kubrick, even though he did Spartacus, Lolita, 
Doctor Strange Love in 2001. So, I mean, that's, but no one's like, oh, Kubrick owned the 60s. No one's like, it's 19. No one's saying that the 1960s. I, I uh, think you have to go actor, actress. Okay. Maybe Just Paul because Newman? we see them so much. And like, you know, Sam Jackson can be in 12 movies in a year. That's true. That's true. Would you, say, would you say Paul Newman owned the 60s? You could say that. Sure. I wonder if that's maybe the smarter one to go about. Maybe, uh, yeah, Paul Newman. Because in the 70s, you'd be like, oh, Pacino. But that wasn't in, I mean, it started early. Yeah, you could say Pacino. Because you got both Godfathers. You got Dog Day Afternoon. You've got, I mean, you got to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could argue Pacino. I argue Coppola because you have both the Godfathers, Apocalypse Now, and The Conversation. Conversation. Sure. Yeah, and they're all very 70s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Scorsese can be multiple decades, so I don't, I can't give him the 70s, even though there's some damn good movies he did in the 70s, or even Spielberg. You know, really, I mean, with Jaws and Close Encounters, you could argue a little bit, maybe. I would say Spielberg is closer to 80s. Yeah, I would think Spielberg the 80s myself, too. I wouldn't even think Lucas, yeah. No, uh, but Spielberg then got into the producing side. Yeah. So if you want to attach that stuff to him as well, yeah, then his overall, you know, kind of uh, filmography is he influenced quite a bit. I throw Tom Cruise in for the eighties. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be he could you know you could argue that. And here, I mean, look, I'm going to make a controversial statement. I don't want people to get upset, and I understand all the uh, uh, accusations against this gentleman and what have you, but. You can't argue that at least Miramax uh, owned the 90s because that was really the advent of uh, independent cinema was through Miramax. Were there other companies involved? Yes, but Miramax changed the game in the 90s completely. And so I would say that they owned the 90s. Do I approve of anything this gentleman, or not gentleman, this person did? Hell no, he's a disgusting individual and he deserves to go to jail for the rest of his life. That being said, though, you got to look at this in the context and you answer it correctly and with facts. And to me, it feels like looking back on the 90s that it really was Miramax and uh, both the Weinsteins uh, as uh, extensions of Miramax who own the 90s for sure and changed cinema. International stuff, smaller Mm -hmm. films, things were winning Oscars that didn't win Oscars in the past. Um, and it was due to them. And people got exposed to a lot of different types of genres of films, a lot of different types of directors. Uh, and uh, country international films, thanks to yep. White, thanks to Miramax. So yeah, it's yeah, I agree. That's a, it's on uh, you know, as you brought up, it's unfortunately the perfect kind of call. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that is, if if you want to assign all of that to to basically one entity, right, um, right. which Miramax was the face of, there would be no A twenty four today if there hadn't been a Miramax before. A thousand percent agree. Yeah, just a, an, an independent production company that ultimately just starts turning out great product and we all gravitate towards it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about um, the 2000s? 2000s and the 2010s. Hmm. I don't know. Have we had enough time to distance to really see? In the early 2000s, I would say yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 2000s. Maybe Russell? What do you think? Russell Crowe, maybe? Really? I don't know. I mean, the, you know, uh, what? Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, Gladiator. Beautiful mind. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's more, but I'm missing it. I, I know. Oh, yeah, but you, Robin Hood. Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, 
what was the one with uh, him and Meg Ryan about a hostage situation? We has to go to South America. Proof of oh, life. Proof of life. Which yeah, I kind of yeah, liked. Yeah. yeah, proof of life is good. Uh, Last time. Oh yeah. So okay, proof of life is two thousand. You're a gladiator two thousand. Beautiful mind. Master and Commanders two thousand three. Cinderella mm-hmm. Man's two thousand five, which I love. A good year is two thousand six. I've never seen that. Uh, Three ten to Yuma two thousand seven. American Gangster two thousand seven. Uh, Body of Lies, State of Play, and then Robin Hood is 2010. So you can make a case, man. You can make a little bit of a case. Sure. Russell. It's a good run. It's a good run. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the 2010s, you'd have to say some a, a version of, of Miramax once again and say Marvel. You'd have to say Marvel. Marvel owns the 2010s. This yeah. No just, they yeah. changed the industry. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that, you know, Nobody really before they're they're generating numbers that are just obscene. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I I'd be curious to see what their GDP is against every country in the world. I'm not saying that they're going to take over, but they'd be competitive near the bottom of that list. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I mean California is what the fifth GDP in the world. The state alone, just the state. Yeah, it's the fifth oh. or the sixth. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, so then you factor in the. Billions upon billions, but I think once you, if they competed, it'd be at the very bottom of the list. Yeah. Could you calculate in all their merchandise sales and the streaming rights and like what they've actually generated as a whole? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure somebody's cobbled together that that kind of information. But now that they're owned by Disney, yeah, uh, you know, it's all part of huge monolithic force. But the early 2000s, is there anybody better than Crow? I don't know. I was looking at Damon. And Damon, 2000s is when he really kind of stumbles. He does have Born Supremacy, but then he has, and Born Identity, but then he has a lot of like films like Jerry or, and yeah, he was in the Ocean series, but that's more of an ensemble thing. He was in The Departed and The Good Shepherd, which I think are good. Tommy, Um, could could you say Brad Pitt? Yeah, maybe Pitt. Maybe Pitt. You could make. Uh, you might be able to make a case in the two, in the early two thousand, like two thousand nine, right? Is that what we're thinking about? Yes. Let's see here. Uh, you've got uh, Snatch in two thousand, The Mexican, which a lot of people respect. Spy Game, Ocean's Eleven, Ensemble Piece, Sinbad was terrible. Troy, hmm. eh. Mister and Mrs. Smith, Babel. Eh. No, it's um, not. It's not Pitt. Assassination of Jesse James. Sure. Benjamin Button. Eh. Inglorious Bastards. Okay. And then we slide into 2010, which is Megamind. So, yeah. I mean. I, yeah. Crow's got a better filmography. I agree. I agree. I think I agree. I mean, I, uh, I've i seen suggestions here. Meryl Streep. Kate Winslet. Okay. Oh, Okay. I wouldn't say Julia. Julia is more like 80s or 90s, Julia Roberts. But Winslet has, let's see, Winslet has Quills, Enigma, which I don't think anyone saw, Iris, The Life of David Gale, Eternal Sunshine, Finding Neverland, Romance and Cigarettes, Little Children, um, The Holiday, which a lot of people watched over Christmas here, The Reader, which she won the Oscar for, Revolutionary Road, and that's it. I don't know if that's as that's not as strong as yeah. Crows. It's a good resume. It is, but Ooh. Crows got a lot more high water marks in that period. What about Johnny? Would it be Depp? Another controversial choice. Would it be Depp? 
What was the first Pirates? I think that's 2001, maybe. Is it really? It's been 20 years? So maybe I'm wrong. I mean, that's been known to happen. (laughs) Yeah, uh, 2003 is the first one. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. But he starts with Blow in 2001, a lot in 2000, before Night Falls in 2000. Those were respected films. Miramax was Chocolat. Blow, From Hell, which I kind of defend. I like From Hell. Right? Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of Blackpool, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, mm. uh, Secret Window, mm, uh, Finding Neverland, Charlie and the Chocolate, which starts to fall apart. Then you have all the Pirates of the Caribbean films, Sweeney Todd in 2007, Public Enemies in 2009. Uh, I still go crow. Yeah, I still have to go crow. Uh, I thought Depp might have it. What about Tom? Do you think Tom or is Tom more 90s? You think Cruise? Tom, Hanks? Tom Hanks? Hanks? I mean, his best run was in the 90s, right. just pound for pound. Yeah, you have Castaway, Road to Perdition, Catch Me If You Can, The Lady Killers, The Terminal, The Polar mm. Express, mm. The Da Vinci Code, mm. Charlie Wilson's War, Mm. Uh, <laughs> angels and demons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's uh, that's a little. Yeah, yeah. I think crows is still better. Damn, I think crow might be the choice, bro. Um, yeah, I think you- Hanks's filmography in the 2010s might be better than his 2000s. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Actually, I actually would agree with that. To be honest with you, uh, yeah, I think that might be the answer. Um independent of anything because i don't see anybody else i don't think uh richard gear was doing well in, two, in the early 2000s richard gear's never been in the discussion how dare you i just threw it in there it's the disgusting. it's not of all the actors of all the actors richard gear i'm sorry he's not <laughs> even close all right hold on rachel mcadams for a dark horse here let's take a look at this the hot chick mean girls the notebook Red Eye, Wedding Crashers, uh, The Family Stone, State of Play, The Time Traveler's Wife, Sherlock Holmes. All right, now, I thought maybe it started out strong with the possibilities, but in the end, maybe not the right choice. (sighs) Interesting. What about DiCaprio? Ooh, good choice, man. Let's take a look. Leonardo. How do you spell that? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, by the way, only been in 58 things. How crazy is that? Feels like he's been in a million things. That's because everything he does is a prestige project. That's true. It's true. He starts off with the beach in 2000. Don's Plum, which I have no idea what the fuck that is. Uh, Gangs of New York, Catch Me If You Can, The Aviator, The Departed, Blood Diamond, Body of Rise, and Revolutionary Road. It does for shits and giggles. If you want to th- throw in 2010 to kind of flub the lines a little bit, Shutter Island and Inception. Are there in 2010? Ooh, mm, you could make a case. You could make a case with uh, Catch Me If You Can, Aviator Departed, Blood Diamond, which a lot of people kind of like. I do. Although Revolutionary Road is a bit of a scream fest for two hours, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's up and down. What I like of his in that mix, I like. Yeah. And then the others are just like, I don't know if I'll ever see that again. Hmm. Might be what the 2010s when he really starts to cook for me. Yeah. Gosling? No. no. More, of, more of an independent. 
thing. Yeah. All right, he, man. He's been in a bunch of great stuff, but in, in the, I don't think he's in that conversation yet. I like your dismissal of Richard Gere, as if it's offensive to even consider. To the, well, okay. Give me, give me the the Richard Gere high water marks, and let's see how fucking spaced out these are. Pretty woman, officer, and a gentleman. Where are we going next? And that's that's eighties, my friend. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, if you want to start going high marks, going back to go you got to start with Days of Heaven, the Terrence Malick film. Then you go to American Gigolo. Then Officer and a Gentleman. Okay. Uh, and then it starts to get real hairy. Prim- primal Fear is not to the nineties. Yeah, Primal Fear and Pretty Women are and Infernal Affair, Internal Affairs, which is one of my favorites. The one with him and Andy Garcia. Okay. Uh, Summers B ninety three. No, no. Oh, it was right. not. All right, you're lying. Primal Fear, Primal Fear is ninety six. There you go. Runaway Bride is ninety nine. A lot of people defend Runaway Bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's your cup of tea, I get yeah. it. Yeah. All right, we get into the two thousands. Starts out stumbling a little bit with uh, Dr. T and the women, Autumn in New York, and the Mothman prophecies. But in 2002, you have Unfaithful, then Chicago, uh, then Shall We Dance. Um, okay, all right, fine. Yeah, then nothing really much else after that. All right, fine. I just thought I'd throw it in there. What about Morgan? Is Morgan Freeman a consideration? I thought he's a character actor, right? For a decade, it's kind of tough. That is tough, right? Because it's like he's kind of a character actor. He's not really a lead. Although long came a spider, he was a lead. Some of all here's has been. Oh, what about Ben? What do you think? Af- Af- is Affleck like more nineties? Is Affleck like more nineties? Would you say? Don't you think you'd have to pivot to is when he got into the directorial game? So you've got Gone Girl and Argo, and then you have his acting on top of that. So there's more to choose from. Because. I've come to reappreciate Ben Affleck. I'll be honest with you. The kid's been fighting. He's, I mean, that Dunkin' Donuts thing the other day, I was pissed about that, to be honest with you. Um, all right, Ben Affleck. Boiler Room. Reindeer Games. Less said about that, the better. Bounce. Some people like Bounce. Pearl Harbor is a shit show. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Changing Lanes. The Sum of All Fears. I don't know what the third wheel is. Daredevil's terrible. Geely's terrible. Paycheck's terrible. Jersey Girl's terrible. Surviving Christmas. I like, but I know a lot of people don't. Clerks to Hollywood Land. Mm, yeah, all right. Yeah, all you right, just fast forwarded through nine movies that suck. Yeah, I, did. I really did. <laughs> I'm glad he's still working. Like, good for you, man. Keep hustling. <laughs> and all right, you know all what right. I like of his? I genuinely like. Yeah, me too. Um, me too, brother. Me too. But not all of it is, you know, what yeah. I tune in for. But there's. Who can, you know, there's very few people that I say that about. So yeah. not like he's in bad company. Nope. Nope. Oof. All right. I think that's the answer. I think that is the, oh, oh, sorry about that. I was wondering why it was so weird lighting wise. Hold on. There we go. All right. We're going to do another one there since, again, positive question. <laughs> we appreciate those. Look at that. We just talked about it for like 17 to, uh, to 19 minutes of the 22 of the show. All right. Let's move on to one more before we wrap up then. Uh, Jay Scotty Sinclair, uh, he says, yo, fellas, Jay Scotty coming at you with what I hope is a fun one for you. Mm, Jay Scotty, yikes. All right. Having just seen the trailer for Marvel's What If Disney Plus series, one of the focal points was T'Challa as Star-Lord rather than Peter Quill. In what will be Chadwick Boseman's final MCU performance? Correct. With that in mind, I ask, what do you think T'Challa's Awesome Mix Volume 1 would look and sound like? Ooh, what a challenge. 
as well as your own, had you been abducted that fateful day, thanks as always, be well. All right. So what date was Peter Quill abducted? Early 80s. Like 83. Okay. So the thing, though, is. 1988. He was abducted in 1988. But if T'Challa is switching places with him, right? Yeah, right. So does that mean that he was, uh, so I got to sneeze. Yeah, go ahead. <gasps> that, that he was picked up or abducted or however you want to say it in Wakanda. Oh, good and question. I so, don't know the meaning of 19, early 80s Wakanda. So you don't know. Okay. Well, and it's a dangerous question for us too, Matt, because like yeah. we could easily go into R&B or rap or whatever, but. What yeah, if you have no idea? Yeah, you know, what if T'Challa had a more uh wider taste? What if he listened to polka music? But yeah, I have what no if idea. He just yeah. loves loves Southern California, would be great for him because it's you know he's got that sweet polka from Mexico popping up. That's <laughs> what it is, man. Like, a lot of Mexican it. music, it's polka. What if he likes that Zydeco shit? I mean, that's something too. He could be out there like the New Orleans stuff, he could be all into that mm-hmm. stuff as well. We just don't know. He could be into jazz. So it's a tough situation. Chase Scotty, we want to answer your question, but we feel like Matt and I will be walking into landmines trying to answer that question. Oh, but how I- do we not? I- <laughs> well, because then, yeah, it, we're trying to guess what it's like to be, I guess, a young African guy. And, right. the, you know, it's just it's problematic, to say the yeah. very least, yeah. on a show that goes out to the world. Yeah, yeah, because we don't know what music was you know, yeah. crossing over into Africa from the States or from the UK. And a lot of people, when you listen to the top, like 30 hits of the UK from the eighties, you're going to find some songs that are American, but some songs that are British that didn't cross over. So, oh. or UK rather that didn't cross over. So it's tough to say it would be all, you know, popular American music. So that would be on his list. Yeah. We'd be purely speculating uh, I'm, from I, there on. Plus, it goes back to the seventies. Some of Quill's music as well, because like Brandy and a few other ones, you know, Ooh Child. A few other ones are in there. Uh, so I guess I'd. Ha- I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Peter Quill's mix wasn't that far off from uh, uh, T'Challa's mix. To be honest with you, because there's a number of mix of R and B and pop singers or, or mainstream mm-hmm. pop singers there so uh yeah it might not be as different as you think but there certainly would be some distinctive some distinctions between those lists but we're not smart enough to figure out what those distinctions are or willing to walk into that landmine. yeah choosing not to yeah self-preservation is the order of the day agreed (laughs) um well instead of doing another one so we talked about wonder Woman. we did a little spoiler there did you watch Tenet? I did watch Tenet. Yeah, I went to see it in the theaters for my birthday. Lindley got us tickets to go see it uh, back in October, back when the theater oh. broke in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to oh, okay. It. So you saw yeah. it quite a long time ago. I did. I did. Yeah. Did you watch it again once it became available on streaming? I'll be honest with you. I feel like I don't ever need to watch that movie again. And I know some people are like, you got to watch it multiple times. The video, the visual. I got what I needed. It was a very well-directed movie. Phenomenally scored. I know there were some sound issues for some people. I thought John David Washington Pattinson, Elizabeth DeBecky, all did great work. Brought a 
sliding into that Russian accent he's used one too many times on screen and has no variation to. Okay. Uh, but overall, I didn't get the story. I didn't understand the story. And by the end, I was like, this is a great looking film and I really don't need to figure it out. But if you want to figure, if you want to chime in, Matt, with your figured it I, out thought, please feel free. Oh, there is no, I don't think <laughs> anyone outside of Nolan has it completely figured out. Uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. I've heard from several people. You need to see it at least twice. And yep. I understand what this the pseudoscience that they're using, the reverse yeah. entropy and all that. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you're saying by all this, or at least I can follow along from a scientific perspective for right. what, whatever that's worth. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's confusing as shit. It's backwards and forwards. It's I'm not going to see it a second time. I don't think, or it's going to be a right. long time before I watch it again. Yeah. Did you find yourself like, okay, I'm marveling at what I'm watching but I can't connect to anything that's happening. Did you find that as you were watching it? Yeah, sure. Um, but I mean, it was just like you said, it was it, it well-directed, mm-hmm. beautifully shot. Like it, yeah. you can tell oh that he put a boatload of time into it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And it's not like this is some slapdash thought. This is just like the rest of Nolan and, you know, messing with timelines and, and your perspective on what reality is. Uh, it's what he does, and just like I don't know, I guess I prefer that this version over here as opposed to this version, saying yeah. of his movies. Yeah, yeah. Now that you've done this quite a few times, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's I, one of those. So not being able to go to the theaters, I didn't see it in the theater, and uh, you know, Lemke's question. I was thinking about it earlier. Like Wonder Woman, I think I don't dislike it as much because I didn't see it in the theater. Mm, I see. Okay. Whereas Tenet, I might have been more impressed with had I seen it on the big screen just because it would have been so overwhelming at times. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so, and yeah. that's why that's why I enjoyed the experience of seeing the movie. Uh, but I, I would never tell somebody, you got to see this thing. I, I didn't walk away from that feeling that way. Even with Dunkirk, I could, de- I could defend a little bit of Dunkirk, even the logical stuff that happens or losing track of who the protagonist is. It's still an experience to have in the theater for sure. Yeah. But with Tenet, I don't know if the experience is going to matter that much if you don't really get what the fuck is happening, to be honest with you. So that's why I don't know if I'd rush people out to go see Yeah, no, the lack of connection to the characters is a good yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, I like John David Washington. I mean, I watched three seasons of that Ballers fucking show, and I, oh. I like him as an actor. But, like, like, he was doing good work. I just couldn't connect. Like, he's like, oh, I'm a cool motherfucker, and all I do is pretty cool. And I'm like, okay. And then Pat's like, yeah, I'm cool as shit too with my ascot. I'm cool as fuck too. Okay. For some reason, I bought Pattinson's a little more because there was mystery oh, yeah. surrounding him because you didn't know exactly who he was until the end. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, well, his panache is part of his mystery. Whereas uh, Washington, we're supposed to kind of know. He's, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but you know, whatever. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it just absolutely not. Yeah. Much, much, much better to me than Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to watch uh, Soul either tonight or tomorrow night. I haven't oh, seen that yet. That. Enjoy I've that. I've heard man. nothing but good things. Yeah. yeah. I've seen it three times already, man. It's yeah. fucking good. I heard nothing but good things. And it's that I don't know shit about it and I can't wait. It's just like, let's just enjoy a good Pixar movie. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people are upset about, uh, you know, some of the movie going experience being left out. And it's, you know, we are going to talk about that down the road. But like, um, 
I like the convenience of being able to watch Soul three times. Like I'm, I like that I don't have to, you know, get into a car, drive to the theater, make sure the timing is right, get in there, you know. As much as I enjoy popcorn and the snacks and sitting down in a nice, comfortable chair and whatever, um, it's kind of nice and convenient to be able to just pop into my office, put it on, and and uh, and watch it and yeah. experience it all over again. So, with every good thing, there with every bad thing, there's good things. You know, there's always a balance. So. Um, anyway, all right. Uh, I think we're done. Yeah, oh, we're over 30 yeah. minutes. Let's wrap it yeah, up here. Go. Thank you all so much for uh, watching or listening to this episode of Topic Thunder on the Top 10 uh, from the Top 10 show here. Uh, we love doing it for you every week. And remember, you can be a part of this by sending in your questions or your topics that you want us to talk about. You saw today, we only got to two. Sometimes we get to seven, sometimes we get to two, sometimes we get to one if it induces conversation. We never read these ahead of time, so you get our actual honest thoughts as we're thinking about it on the t- on our toes. Uh, and if you want to be a part of that, please go and uh, join us over at Patreon, patreon.com slash the top 10 with the number 10, $5 and above, and you get to send stuff in. Please, yeah, uh, hit us up, and we hope you're enjoying uh, 2021. Um, for those Golden Ticket fans, you heard on Tuesday's show, but we'll just remind you here, there's going to be a, a slight delay as we figure out schedules because we're just getting back into recording yeah. schedules after the holidays ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so it might be a week off or so, but they'll be coming right. We only have, we've got... The semifinals, two matches, and then we'll have the finals, and uh, then we'll have a guest on this show. It's going to be one of the six people coming up. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that, and uh, you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. You can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. And don't forget, we have a YouTube channel as well. For those of you who may be just listening to us, go over to our YouTube channel. It's uh, just type in the top 10 and type in one of our names or both our names, and it should come right on up there, and you can see it and watch our pretty faces talk about all the stuff that we talk about there. Uh, if you can't get enough by just listening to us, you can also experience us. And please leave a comment and a like on those videos. Now that we're monetized, those help to bring more, a little bit of more money into the coffers of the top 10 and help us to keep doing more and more things here as we go into our, what? what, what is this, our fifth year, sixth year of doing the show, Matt? We've been around a while now. So 2021, my God, hard yeah, to believe. It'd have to be six year. There we go. Sixth year of doing this. Because I know we're past yeah, year five. So there we go. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, follow our Instagram account at the top 10 podcast with the number 10, the top 10 podcast. There you go. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Thunder.